Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So we know now today, as of, uh, you've been hearing all the news, Michael Brendan Moore, chairman of the Board of Hockey Canada, has said he's stepping down. He's not going to wait until November when they have another election for board members. He's stepping down now. And I think he's doing exactly the right thing. And the other members should consider doing the same, as should the executive. But I'm not going to get ahead of this. I want my guest to talk about this. I just want to give you a little bit of uh, information here. In case you haven't heard, former Supreme Court justice is going to investigate the organization Hockey Canada, while provincial counterparts and Canadians nationally are expressing anger. Some in polls that Hockey Canada used membership dues monies for membership dues to settle sexual assault claims out of court. $8.9 million since 1989. $8.9 million. So what should we really do about Hockey Cannon and about keeping sports safe and respectful in this country? You know, there's Hockey in Canada and then there's Hockey Canada. Hockey in Canada is something that matters to each and every one of us. Hockey Canada has disgraced Hockey in Canada. Sheldon Kennedy is a former National Hockey League player whose story is well known of um, being a victim of sexual abuse by his coach. Sheldon Kennedy is co-founder of Respect Group Inc. You'll find them at respectgroupinc.com. And uh, respectgroupinc.com argues for respect in sports, the workplace, keeping girls in sports, and just doing things the way we expect them to be done. 2018 junior team, 2003 junior team. The only ones don't think so. Sheldon, thank you very much um, for coming on the program. Great to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for having me, Roy. How does it, may I ask you this? How does this, how do these, how does this story, this development affect you personally? Because when you informed Canadians, when you selflessly shared what happened to you and, 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 and your history, personal history, with Canadians? And you did it very publicly. The hope was, the expectation was, that things were going to be changing and changing meaningfully and stay changed. Um, how, how does this affect you? Well, I, uh, you know, it's been interesting the uh, last couple months for sure in, in, my, in my head. <laughs> I don't know how else to put that. But, uh, you know, it, it's... Uh, you know, I, I guess when you know when I came forward, um, you know, I I I came forward for one reason, well, probably two reasons, was to uh, you know to not only save my own life, but to to try to do everything I could so that this didn't happen to others. And I think you know when when my story broke, um, you know, I know Hockey Canada. I mean, I've been working you know with them, not with them, but I mean, I guess inside of hockey for uh a long time and and we've been trying to get you know trying to get you know the 
a lot of things done. And I think there was some, some decisions made back then where it was, okay, let's educate every coach across this country. And, and so that task was done. But I think that was all that was done for um, many, many years, 26 years since I told my story. And I think, you know, one of the things that's really disappointing uh, to me, and I think probably the most hurtful, is the fact that, you know, we've known for a long, long time um, that, uh, you know, players and junior hockey players, especially uh, once they get taken away from home in most cases and, uh, you know, put into a billet family, had no knowledge, no training, and and there was no expectations laid out for them on how to behave around these issues. Now, yes, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's basic teachings that need to come out of the home I understand that but to me I guess where I'm coming from is we can do all the training the grassroots hockey can do all their training they can train all the coaches they can train parents they can train whoever they want uh, on these issues but they never have the impact they are they're intended to have until the leadership of the organization say that this is critical this is the number one importance to be part of our organizations and that is what hasn't happened yeah, it's it's awful it's sad it's it's depressing it needs attention and i know they've said that the uh, supreme court justice is now going to be investigating former supreme court justice I, I think canadians want something more fundamental than what it done now let me uh, let me ask you this sheldon michael brindamore board chairman stepping down now significance of that and is he setting the example the rest of the leadership of hockey canada should follow today well i think so i mean what i what i read in in uh, mr brindamore's statement was that he heard canadians and i think that that's important i think canadians need to be heard uh uh, in this regard and and i think that uh, his decision uh, to step down was the right decision i think not only uh you know, for, um, you know, for the board of Hockey Canada, but I think for hockey in general, I think um, there needs to be a significant um, change um, to gain the trust back of the country. Um, You know, people that, you know, believe in hockey, that, you know, as you said at the opening of your show, that, you know, hockey is the national sport. Hockey is something that is in our blood and in a lot of, you know, probably 90% of Canadians. And, and I think, you know, to be able to get that trust back, there has to be a uh, significant change. So I, I hope that um, by Michael Brindamore stepping down, uh, it sets the tone for others to follow. Uh, and I, you know, I mean, and I think at the end of the day, like, you know, if we look at the CEO, Scott Smith, I mean, he's been with Hockey Canada for 27 years and he's been the chief operating officer or higher for the last 15. So, you know, it's not like they're coming in fresh and he's only been on the job 27 days. Uh, he's been there a long time. And I think, you know, he, and I think one of the challenges I feel that, um, you know, is, is that, you know, it's got to be a board decision, release the CEO. And I think that, uh, you know, that is not, that's something that's not happening. And, and uh, you know, I think that, uh um, you know, we need that leadership from that board. They're in place. That this is what their hand up to to say yes. I want to sit on the board. It's because of this and because of governance. And you know, so to me, um, 
this is the time we need their leadership and their guidance is, is, is now. Yeah, you know, when you think about it, since 1989, Hockey Canada has spent $8.9 million by their own admission to settle sexual assault cases. $8.9 million. A lot of that coming from uh, parents' uh, fees to get their kids to play the sport. Parents have dreams. Kids have dreams. They think they're joining this magnificent organization that represents Canada, ultimately has the national team on the ice, and we all cheer, we all wave the flag, and we feel really good when we win. We feel really good looking at them because they represent us. They represent what Canada is about. As I said earlier, there's hockey in Canada, and then there's Hockey Canada. When you think about that, $8.9 million, Sheldon, since 1988 to settle sexual assault claims out of court. That alone suggest to me that anybody who's been with that organization at the executive level for that time period has got to go. It is a significant amount of money. And, and uh, you know, I mean, obviously, I've been part of the Graham James uh, cases. I mean, you know, when yes. Graham James was was convicted, and I mean, it's, you know, it's not, uh, it's not any secret, but I mean, you know, I, I was part of a, a civil settlement uh, with, with hockey, and so was all the other victims of Graham James uh, after he pled guilty. Um, but, I mean, I think at the end of the day, what it, what it tells me is that there is a significant issue here. And to me, if that doesn't make the organization make this a number one priority uh, in their organization, uh, I don't know what does. And, and you know, and again, I keep going back. I mean, you know, we can we can look at you know, oh, this wasn't enough. And, you know, when we saw the action plan that was put out, I mean, you know, it's basically, you know, crisis management consultants put, putting out a nice action plan. And, and I think, you know, when we look at that, you know, this, these issues, this falls squarely on leadership. That's the CEO, the leadership team of Hockey Canada, and, and the board. That's where, that's where this falls. It falls on them because that's where these issues are today. They're not in, just in HR. Back when, when I told my story, they were nowhere. I mean, you know, HR might have had them on the, you know, on the bottom bottom drawer of the desk and underneath two feet of paper and had to scramble to figure out what to do when a disclosure like this comes in. But, you know, what I know about these issues today is that there's a different expectation from from society, from from community, from people, that we're transparent, we're open, and we're honest and we're truthful about these issues, all of these issues, yeah. sexual assault, all forms of abuse, uh, all forms of discrimination, harassment, etc. And I think, you know, what happened here um, is, yes, there's the money and yes, there's the pale. But I think bigger than that, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the systemic culture that allowed that to happen. It's that systemic culture that, that said this is okay. It's okay. And this is the right decision. And I think that is what's wrong in this piece. That is what I think is, is what gets me the most frustrated. And the other piece that gets me most frustrated is if you look at all of the, the players, right, there was, you know, eight players, I I feel that um, is, is named in this and, and, and not one of them had the gumption or the knowledge or the courage or the confidence to step up and step in and not be a by, not be a bystander in this situation and say you know what guys geez maybe we shouldn't do this you know and and to me i think you know when we look at those two things i think that is the root uh 
of what has to change. I mean, we need to build people. We need to build a confidence for these young boys and young men to be better, to be the best that they can be. If we are propping them up to be role models, to wear our jersey, to be, you know, that center of excellence as we all talk about and that we cheer on, well, you know what, we're missing something and we're missing the human side of teaching. And to me, that has to be number one before anything else. And I think that is where Hockey Canada has has missed the mark. Obviously, it's clear. Yeah, you're so eloquent, and and really, you you opened the door, you provided them with the opportunity to to step forward and say, we have to make changes, and this has to now be the way that we do business. We'll hold people accountable and responsible, and we'll and we'll direct a culture. And they haven't done that, Sheldon. At Respect Group, what do you what do you do? What uh, respect in the in the, in the politi- in the sports arena in life is so important. How do you approach it with your organization? Well, what we've done, Roy, is um, we started a, a business. Uh, well, I guess I'll back up a little bit. In 1998, I rollerbladed across the country, and uh, we raised <clears throat> we raised uh, almost $2 million um, for the issues of uh, abuse, sexual abuse, and, and uh, we donated that money to the Canadian Red Cross, and at that time, the Canadian Red Cross was the only prevention training program that we knew of, and they were building the Speak Out program for Hockey Canada at the time. They helped do that. So um, yeah, I actually consulted with hockey for five years to help uh, deliver that program across the country to all coaches and educate them on, you know, sexual abuse and, and you know, what to do and a prevention program. And so what we tried to do was we said, you know, we, can, we need to build a, a program that's... Uh, for you know the 95 percent of great people or 98 percent of good people and make them better because one of the gaps that we knew was that you know if you walk up and down the street in any community or city and you ask people give me the definition of abuse bullying harassment discrimination your legal and moral responsibilities around it what do you think the odds are that we get the right answer and not very good so we set out to build an online um platform that could deliver this training uh, in a very empowering way. And our whole goal is to empower the bystander, is to make good people better. And so, you know, in in the, in the hockey, we've, we've been working with Hockey Canada for 14 years. We've educated hundreds of thousands of coaches. Uh, we've educated, you know, over 550,000 parents, um, you know, in Ontario and other provinces and, and mandatory. And you know, and that was one of the things. I mean, Hockey Canada has never made this mandatory. They've left it to the branches. They've left it to, you know, the 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 provinces to make this mandatory on their behalf. And so we've been up and down this country working with all the, you know, small town boards, the city boards, and working with the, the executive directors to do that. Now, you know, we have 70 sport organizations across this country that make it mandatory for all their coaches. Uh, Hockey Canada is one of them. Uh, our goal was to create one program. So if you coached four sports, you take it once and you port your information. But, you know, we, we morphed from sport into workplace. And uh, and not because we, we've trained so many volunteers, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. We're closing in on 2 million Canadians we've educated in this space. And, and, and they said that, you know, we need this in the workplace. So we created a workplace program. So now that's what we're delivering um, to the NHL with the contract with the NHL. And so... 
you know, if you look at it, our what we try to do, Roy, is is to bring a we try to take researchers' knowledge, twenty six dollar words, yeah. you know, simplify them, break them down to the lowest common denominator, and take these issues that carry a significant amount of fear and make them understandable and, okay. and give people the basics, your foundation train, foundational training. So, Sheldon, you know, I, I apologize. I, I have yeah, to no interrupt. Worries. You know, the, the, it's the old thing with the big hand of the little hand. The clock always gets me. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.